Bar Down Breakdown, episode 171. And you recognize that handsome bearded face. That is Justin from Out of Time coming to hang out since Tom still has Mr. Deed's foot. So, <laughs> Justin, what is going on, brother? I thought that this was going to be a morbid conversation. I thought for sure the bolts were going to be down 03. No. Nope. You would just be a little sad boy. But here we are. You guys got a little life in you. Yeah, um, it's funny. We have uh, we have three Rangers fans at work. One of them's my manager, and um, it was like day uh, the first game. Uh, I walk in and he's wearing his Rangers hat on, and I had like my my quarter zip uh, jacket, and I just look at him and I unzip it, and he just see my bolt shirt underneath. <laughs> he's like, "This is gonna be a long series." I'm like, "Yup." But, uh, but, I mean, congrats to the Rangers, honestly. Like, um, you know, beating Tampa twice in a row was a record breaker. I mean, honestly, like, the Bolts had gone undefeated. Uh, they've never lost two games in a row in the playoffs. So, under Cooper, right? Like, under Cooper, yep. So, congrats to the Rangers for, for breaking that streak. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day... We got two back to back. I've seen three in my lifetime. I'm okay with the season. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it, it kind of shows just how special what the Islanders did in the 80s is. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it was kind of a different time then. Like now in the cap era, I don't think yeah. that's ever going to happen again. But it does still show like how special that was because it is yeah. a grind to win 16 games and you know 16 yeah. games and then like do it four years in a row <laughs> like yeah that's that's insane so um yeah i i don't think anyone thought that the rangers were going to be here like they've definitely rebounded they got you know <laughs> right in place yeah but to think that being the Eastern Conference Final, maybe only Tom thought that because Tom is a closet <laughs> Ranger fan. He talks about them more than the Islanders on this podcast. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's cool to see, especially since uh, there's so many New York transplants down yeah. in Tampa. A ton. I, I don't know how the, the rule would be keeping like the opposing fans from wearing their jerseys in the arena. Like... I don't think that's going to be that's able not going to happen. No, that's no. like trying to get the Red Wings fans not to wear their jersey. Like, it's impossible. Uh, especially, like, with, with New York, you know, they they went so long without winning a cup. Like, they got so close. And I I wanted to see Hank hold up a cup real bad, too. But, um, but yeah, they I, – I this is, this is pretty special for them. I mean, it's their – you know – Hank's no longer in the in the the show anymore, but you know, I don't know. It's it it'll it'll be cool seeing kind of like the Rangers go to a final to get obliterated by Colorado. <laughs> it, it does seem that way. Like the way that they've handled Edmonton so far. Oh, it's, it's like, disgusting. Who, who's gonna stop them? But wilder things have been done. We shall see. I don't know. Um, they've they've kept McDavid in check. I thought McDavid would have won one game. Just McDavid, like just 
just him playing on his own with Drysaddle like tossing him a fucking pass. But no, like they've kept him in check, and it's been it's been real interesting to see. Now, what what are your takes on that Evander Kane suspension? I I feel like that was soft. I, I don't think even like yeah, he only got one game. I still think that was uh, a little excessive. I don't think it was anything like out of the ordinary that you don't see in every single game. Like he, yeah, he put the stick on the numbers on the back, but that I feel like Tom Wilson does every, that all the time. Literally every game. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the West plays a little bit different. Um, because you would never see that in the Metropolitan or even the Atlantic, like at all. Um, I and I I feel like it's. Forbes and I talk about this all the time. It's the difference between uh, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference is the Western Conference all about speed and skill. In the Eastern Conference, we have some teams that are that are definitely on par with the speed and skill. But I feel like the Eastern Conference teams, especially the Metropolitan Division, they are just rough, tough, and good. Like, they're just good hockey players, but they will, like, I, to, to quote... Uh, I mean, spoiler alert, the last episode of Shorzy, like, you got to give it to them. And they remember wait, you've that. Al- wait, wait a second. You've already watched the whole entire series and are on the oh, last episode? I'm already done with the last episode. I'm waiting for the next one. <laughs> how, how many have come out? So, like, the Six. whole... Yeah, there's only so six is it episodes. half a season or or yeah, that's, I think that's so. a whole season? That's pretty much, like, what they do with, like, Letterkenny in general is they, they only do, like, six episodes. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just just how the East works. Like you you put them up on the boards, and you just <laughs> fill them up. So can we talk about Shorzy? Because yeah. obviously, I've watched Letterkenny. I have not gotten a chance to watch Shorzy yet, but it, it's kind of adjacent. There's some similar faces in this yeah. show, right? Um, like, but it's more obviously hockey focused than Letterkenny. Yes. Okay. It is because, very hockey focused. Because that that's kind of like what everyone told me years ago when Letter Kenny first came out. They're like, oh, you gotta watch a show. You're gonna love it. Like it's a hockey show. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I started to watch it and I'm like, Yeah, there's like the two like bros that play hockey, but I wouldn't call this a hockey show at all. Yeah. And I I kind of made it through a season. Yeah. maybe a season and a half and i just it it lost my interest and i i gave up on it so i guess shorzy being as you say more hockey focused do you yeah. think i would like it yeah. um or is it still like the same dry canadian humor like letter kenny it's a little bit more uh like hockey trip focus uh so if you, I mean, it, it, if you hated Riley and Jonesy, there's a possibility you might not like Shorzy. But I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that I necessarily hated those characters. Yeah. They just were so like they were they were kind of minor roles that there yeah. wasn't a, a lot of them. They're kind of like one dimensional almost. Yeah, um, I feel like with with this one, like you you definitely see some familiar faces. Um, I think it's I think it's really cool how they show other 
areas, not other areas, but like other kind of like parts of Canada. So like you, you have like a newfie on the team and like, he's just all newfie talk. Like he's just has that thick, like Newfoundland accent. They, uh, they have like two people from Montreal that only speak French. Um, and they have like your, your typical kind of like just Ontario lacrosse player, hockey player, but, um, but they play up in like the Northern parts of Ontario. They call it, uh, it's triple a will shit hockey. Um, but it's just like, it's, it's just kind of cool. Like just seeing how hockey is outside of the United States where people actually give a shit about it. Um, cause we don't really have like a lot of minor league, like minor, minor league hockey in the United States outside of like the ECHL. And this is like basically like one step above beer league. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So are they older washed up guys or younger guys trying to make it to the next level? They're like a senior league. So thirties up. Okay. Yeah. And, and what's like the premise of the show? If you could give me like spark notes version of what the show like what's the hook like why, why would i watch this um so it it's about it's it's centered around one character uh shorzy who is always a, a pain in the ass in letter kenny to everybody uh so essentially like he's the guy that like chirps everybody uh he talks shit about their moms like this is just who he is everybody hates to play against him but they love playing with him because he loves to win and he hates to lose. So that's the whole premise of, of this show is that he gets shipped up to uh, what they call like the no show league, which is like the Northern Ontario. And he's, he's on this team and the league only has six teams. So they're consistently playing the same six teams, but they, they were down 20 on the season and they just lost to the number one team like six nothing. So that's how the show starts. And he's like, he basically like, you know, goes to the the GM and the GM's like, look, if we lose another game, we're gonna fold like the whole club. He's like, We'll never lose another game if you let me bring in like these players. So he builds up like a first line. Um, and it's all about how they take this like somewhat like shitty team and build it up into like one of the best teams in the league. But it's also a lot of like character growth and development too, which is really cool. And I know that there's like tons of cameos, lots of like, you know, RA from Spit and Chicklets, John Morassi yep. from like the Syracuse Crunch, and uh, what's his name? Um, I, I want to say John Ryan, but I know that's not Terry. No, Terry, Terry, uh... Terry. No, I, I'm not gonna remember it. But uh, he's actually got a show on on the Hockey Podcast Network. I probably should know that. <laughs> You're like, I should know this one. Already. Terry Ryan. Terry Ryan. That's it. Um, yes. yes. Terry yeah. Ryan's in it. And it's funny, too, because, like, they, they, they bring them all on for um, – they do, like, the like the bro dude energy, like, on the ice where they talk about, like, the, the senior leagues and the senior championships. And that's where they have all these people on. And they're all just kind of, like, talking about – um yeah terry ryan's on it um everybody that's kind of like going on 
like all the goings on and they all know this one player, Shorzy. Like everybody has encountered him at some point in his life. And RA's like, fuck you, Shorzy. Like the, every time he's on there. <laughs> all right. I, I guess it's hey, good. I would say give it, give the first two episodes a good watch. But it is way more hockey focused than Letterkenny is. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, it's good for hockey to have yeah. a pop culture show that maybe someone who's not a hockey fan but thinks it's funny will yeah. start watching and then maybe they turn into a hockey fan. And, you know, think about Slapshots when it came out in the 80s. There might be like diehard hockey fans who never watched hockey before but became a hockey fan because of Slapshots and they thought yeah. that like the Hanson brothers were real characters that you could see. And to be honest, in the 80s, there were tons of <laughs> characters like the Hanson brothers in yep. the NHL. So there, you know, there is a little parallel there. And and maybe that did happen, which is kind of cool. And with hopefully the, that happens with Shorzy. With uh, Sean William Scott's goon, too. Yeah, but I don't think like goon reached the markets of like non-hockey fans. No, I think it was more of um, it's more of hockey fans really enjoyed it, and there's like a really big underground cult for it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think because it, it is a really solid hockey movie. Yeah, like there, there's nothing like that. The scene where he's like taking a puck in the face at the end of the <laughs> and like getting the skate on his face and everything, and like there's not an an ounce in your body that's not like, bro, I, I, like you just want to get out there and like. <laughs> Well, they made a sequel too. Or, it, sequel's terrible, terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Not, not worth your time. <laughs> but uh, we're not here to talk Shorzy, even though it sounds like we we were. Uh, I was just curious, and <laughs> you know, instead of me texting you about it and asking you about it on a phone call, I'm like I might as well ask him about it on a podcast. Yeah, it's hockey themed. Hockey themed. <laughs> so why we're really here, and. Obviously, it is just our normal weekly episode, but we announced a doozy. I feel like that's all we do now. We come on this podcast yeah, and just announce cool doozy, shit. <laughs> announce cool stuff that we're doing. And uh, that is our Elder Emo Night Out at Hourglass Brewery in Orlando, Florida, presented by Convicted Printing, which will be on uh, June 24th, hosted by Joshua Roberts of Magnolia Park. We got six live sets, DJ set. Like, we're going to dive into all of that, but this is going to be a party. This is like kicking off Bar Down Breakfast. Mm -hmm. So if you are in town early or if you live in Orlando, definitely need to come out to this because this is just going to be a party. And it's and, free. And it's free. Free 99. Like, can you get better than that? See six no. live bands. And, and we're not just talking like live local, you know, crappy bands. We're talking six touring bands. We got bands from Canada, Milwaukee, North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina. South Carolina. Like, come on, free? Like, that does, no. we just don't know how to run a business because that doesn't <laughs> make any sense that this is free. Yeah. Well, it was just, uh, it was funny. I was just at, um, hourglass yesterday just kind of like hanging out shooting the shit and uh i was just like so excited i was just like just like imagining like where everything's gonna be 
kind of like just imagining how like everything's going to go. They were already playing like ska music. So it was already like a good fit already. Um, it's, it, it's going to be a blast. Uh, I'm really excited to, uh, to hear some of, uh, some of these sets. They are going to be special sets. Um, all the bands are going to be playing, uh, some type of cover set. Um, whether it's going to be gold steps playing paramore, uh, us in out of time, we're doing a newfound glory set. Um, I think aim high is doing like a warp tour compilation greatest hits. So I don't even know what they're playing. That's going to be a whole hodgepodge of, of who knows. I know. (laughs) (sighs) And I'm, I'm sure I can, and drop a few, uh, we got a little local heroes, with a day to remember they got there's a few a day to remember oh, of course songs. They have to do that there's uh some stories so far mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to think what else was on there they tried to throw a newfound glory song on there i was like uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> at it's out of time copyrighted newfound glory they got if, that <laughs> if it's anything after coming home they're good no, it was it was one of the hits. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we got most of those. <laughs> as as you and I talked about today, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know what Sleeve's doing. I know Sleeve's going to do kind of like a medley of like emo hits, and then um, Frontside's going to be doing some of their original songs. And I think they're throwing in like one or two covers for that one too. Yeah, it's it's going to be epic, dude. Like, also, I've never been to an emo night i'm just gonna throw this out <laughs> i'm hosting an emo night promoting one and organizing one and i've never been to one and i think it's just because when i see pictures of them i just get like tired i'm just <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm why like, the elder emo night out yeah that that's why we had to do the elder emo night like i'm too old for normal normal emo nights i see them and they just look like edm club photos and it just <laughs> does not seem like something my 35 year old body would enjoy. And I could be wrong. I've never been to one that might go to one and absolutely love it. But I I don't want to say like ours is going to be more of a laid back vibe because it's going to melt your face as well with all the live sets and everything, but it's at a brewery. It's a a little more sophisticated, I would say a little more toned down. down. And uh, I, I think that's more my speed. So I'm just, I'm the target demographic for this event. Oh, 100%. So if you were like me and you're like, yeah, that actually sounds really nice. Like I might be able to sit at a bench Then yeah, this is your, your event. Oh, it's, they're not benches there. It's an actual like chair with a backrest. Oh, so you got that lumbar support. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> for the elder emos Yo. because yeah, it's, it, it seems like they've like young down the emo like phase from like the early 2000s and made it more of a club feel and i don't know if that's what i want so we're doing our own thing and all these live sets are going to be absolutely epic and mm-hmm. let's let's show the, the sweet graphic because oh yes it's, it still makes me giggle emo jonah hill <laughs> <laughs> so good i feel like what that was 20 21 or 22 jump street in that one i don't remember one of the jump streets but it was so good it 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 totally nails exactly like what 
the the scene kids in the early 2000s were looking like and i love it it makes me laugh every time this is the roaring 20s all over again yeah and basically in the notes to the graphic designer i was just like picture like an 80s night but emo yeah because <laughs> that's really what emo nights have become it, it really is like when we were younger and our parents would go to 80s night yeah watch other bands or whatever it's now the same amount of time between like when emo was like the revival of emo emo and 2022 like it's literally the same exact thing so instead of living on a prayer we're singing ohio's for lovers 100 (laughs) percent 100 percent that better be played joshua (laughs) i'm pretty sure i'm I'm like almost positive he's gonna be doing that one or nikki fm or um what's another one that was really good even like some of the silverstein stuff like smile in your sleep would be a good one um anything off of like the early november or gatsby's american dream so we'll see i'm i'm all for tons of gatsby's american dream i I might give Joshua some suggestions because <laughs> I need some spill canvas. I need to. Oh, wow. my Yeah. And well, spill canvas. I actually, don't know. Like, I think they live in Orlando now. They used to. They don't. They're oh. not anymore. That, that would have been an easy like slam dunk. <laughs> but you've been to emo nights. You've played them. Yep. What what kind of tunes are you hearing? Do you do you agree with me, or are they going back to the deep cuts in the early two thousands? Um, it's like a weird mix. So it's it's definitely like a lot of like the early two thousand stuff. Um, they're playing like let it like stuff off of Let It Unfold You from Senses Fail. Um, but they're also playing like Bring Me the Horizon and like Amity Affliction, some of like the newer kind of like screamo-esque like emo branch off genres um which is pretty cool i'm trying to think of like some other ones that they played um i remember jt from hawthorne heights was the guest dj and he was playing all the oldies my man knows his emo and he was just like blasting like all like the throwbacks it was just really cool uh just like just watch him do his thing um but it was pretty cool, like meeting him and and because I'm like he's like emo legend. Like you throw him on Mount Rushmore with like Adam Lazara and uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, probably Jesse Lacey somewhere in the back, like covered up. But um, it's yeah. just so funny because I would say 2003 or 2004 when I would say that, that this type of music was at its peak. Mm-hmm. And there were shows like Stevens on Title Rock Show yep. that I would literally race home every day from school <laughs> to, watch. to watch. And there was actually a TV commercial for the first Hawthorne Heights album. Yeah. That ran on TV and like would ran, run on Fuse, but then it also sometimes made its way over to like MTV and VH1. Yep. Well, they used to put like Nikki FM and Ohio's for Lovers on on loop on like MTV and MTV Two back then uh, when MTV was still playing music. But um, and then even... there was even the time that MTV with their shows like Room Raiders and Next. Remember the was it Next? They had like bands like um, 
artist versus poet on there. They had like um they actually had like these like like emo bands like coming on and like just like doing these sets. I think not all time low was all time low, I don't think was on one. But I know like artist versus poet was on there. I remember like MTV did a whole thing for Cartel, the band in a bubble. Yeah. Um it, it really was a at its peak. And yeah, it, it makes sense that these types of nights now are popping up all over the country. And I was talking to Forbes about that. I was like, every picture I've ever seen of an emo night, it is jam packed, like floor to ceiling, wall to wall. Like yep. it is just tons of kids come out. And I, I had to ask him, I was like, am I the only one that has noticed this? But have you ever seen like a, an empty or a dead emo night? Like, no, do they exist. And he was like, no, like they, they pop off every single everywhere. Time. So I'm super excited for this. And everything I've heard about Hourglass just makes me feel like we picked the perfect spot for this. I feel like they have out of time on rotation every single night. <laughs> like I just remember walking in there and then like I make eye contact with like Chauncey and he's just playing like false start or like the Taylor Swift cover or something just blasting it too, like all over the, the brewery. Yeah. So they already are like pleasing our demographic and like playing our type of music and, they're not as like scared to do so. No. So I I I think that this night is going to be a perfect like way to kick off a really epic weekend. And mm-hmm. I am so pumped. It's it's crazy how like all these little things that you and I were just like joking about. Like, oh, we'll like have an emo night and we'll like have a festival. And like I was like, Yeah, Justin, that sounds great. Like, let's do all that. <laughs> well, here we are all these months later and they have all happened. Like everything we said has, Oh, we'll do like a whole tour down the East coast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bring in some of the bands in. We'll we'll try to get some band from like Canada to hop in on it. We'll, we'll figure out their whole visa status and (laughs) geez, like what were we thinking? We are so old. I'm like (laughs) (laughs) the, the amount of, the amount of like just midnight text messages or like waking up early in the morning and be like, oh shit, I gotta get this over to Kyle. I gotta get these documents over there. I gotta make sure like he can cross the border fine, or we gotta message this venue again, or uh, what was the the latest one? There's gonna be construction, like, <laughs> construction, or having a drummer for, for the grease rule. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we pulled it <laughs> off. God. It, it was going to be so much easier too. Like Tom was just going to go play with them, but Tom then had to go get Mr. Deeds foot. Yeah. And the, like the everything. Moto neck into the Mr. Deeds foot. Yeah. Every, everything that was thrown at us somehow didn't like just derail this whole thing. And now we're like in coast mode where we, we can just like continue to promote it. And then before you know it, we're going to be all driving down to Orlando ready <laughs> mm-hmm. to just have a sick week. Well, weekend, sorry. Week for me, because I'm going a little longer. But yeah, it it's it's just weird that it's 18, 18 days away. It's wild. Absolutely yeah, think, wild. Yeah, it's eighteen, yeah, eighteen days away from Elder Evo night, and then nineteen from Bardown Fest. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because like 
this event hasn't even happened and I'm already making phone calls to places for year two. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I got, well, I, I got I, like the, the taste of blood. I just want more. And I think we learned that as even as early as we did this, I think we needed like, it's one of those things like planning earlier. Almost. Oh, dude, it's never too early. I wish no. like we maybe planned this a month earlier than we did. Because <laughs> then, like, <laughs> some of those earlier dates for the tour would would have been fine. But, like, also, we were just coming out of the pandemic, and we were like, yep. is June safe? Like, do we think shows are going to be, like, good by June? And we are like, eh, we'll take a chance. Like, yeah. yeah. And it seems like we're good, but... That, that's, that just goes to show how far back we were planning. Like we were still unsure about everything. Yeah, we were. Everything was still kind of like up in the air. We knew like bands were planning on things. Some tours got canceled, but it, it kind of like worked itself out almost towards the end of it. And like when we first started the talks with the crease rule, like the border was still closed. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we'll get you over, guys. Don't you worry. Like, yeah, the border might be locked and closed, but we'll get you here. We'll figure something out. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Put you on a boat in Nova Scotia and just, like, drag you over. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, we're we're not going to just sit here and talk Elder Emo Night because it, it's, it is what it is. It's going to be an epic night. It's got all the right pieces that yep. you could imagine. And it's going to be super fun and it's free. So, like, we don't really need to plug that away. Like, if you don't come, you're, you're sick. missing out. <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> like, there's no reason why you're not there. Let's pack the place out. Let's pa- pack the parking lot out. Convicted is bringing their screen printing equipment with them. And you can just get shirts made on the spot. Like, how cool is that? You get to watch literally the screen printing process before your eyes. So, that's super cool. Yeah. You got tasty craft beer. You got Magnolia Park, Joshua Roberts hosting it. Like they're on the moon right now. Like they're playing Slam Dunk Fest and Sad Summer and going on tour with Mayday Parade. Like that band is at its peak right now. And we got them. We got our homie Josh hosting. Coming out to host it. Hosting our event. Like, geez. High five. We did that. I know. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say um, for for those of the of the vegan persuasion across the street from Hourglass, there's this uh, this little Mexican joint called Tamale Co. And they make all different tamales. And uh, I got I got Forbes hooked on their uh, on their vegan tamale, which is like a refried black bean mixed vegetables tamale. And he was like he devoured that thing. Yeah, I, I think we still need to maybe get a few food trucks out. I know Hourglass usually has them, but let's get a bunch of food trucks out there this night yeah. too, and just have like a like a punk rock block party. Like, literally, is what we need. Literally, a, a just this a emo block party. Emo block party. Hell yes, I'm I'm ready for that. We're going bigger than emo night. It's going emo block party. Emo block party. <laughs> oh. well, before we uh, go and talk the tour and the fest and what's going on with Out of Time, because it's like a month to the day yeah. since No Boundaries came out. Yeah, No Boundaries came out a month ago today. 
Look at that. It blows like, my I mind. Planned, I, I planned that. I was like, yeah, let me get Justin <laughs> back. It's a month. No, I did not plan that. That just is coincidence. But yeah, let, that's we'll, why you we'll told me tomorrow about. night yesterday. Honestly, I just like <laughs> did yard work and I couldn't move because I'm, like I said, an elder emo. <laughs> and like, <laughs> the thought of sitting on it in like in a computer chair for an hour just did not, Does not do it for you. <laughs> didn't do it for me. So I was like, yeah, let's do it another day. <laughs> but yeah, before we talk all that other cool stuff, I do just have to tell you about our sponsor, DraftKings. So hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for most the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so let's talk it. Let's talk I guess tour because you guys are doing that first. Yeah. All right. Um. Let, let's let, let's talk no boundaries. All right. I'm sorry <laughs> because it is it's it's the an the month anniversary. How how do you feel? Responses been like? Are you guys feeling happy about the release and just like on cloud nine and yeah? I um, hear it. It's I don't know. It's 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 just surreal that it's it's out and it's been out for a month. Um, and just kind of like seeing everything on TikTok, on social media, like people are reaching out. Um, it, it's, it's just crazy. Like, uh, just the response to it has been incredibly insane. Like Forbes was at Top Golf um, the other day. And I don't, I don't remember if, if it, he just started talking to um, this guy, I think they were talking about tattoos and they got into the conversation of music and pop punk. And um, and he, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually heading up to film uh, a new music video for a former guest that you had on, um, Maddie from Lost for Words. Oh. And, and Mike goes, oh, like, I love, like, a Lost for Words. I love Maddie. Like, we're in this band because a lot of time he goes, oh, I've heard of you guys. And just being like you heard of it's like <laughs> i'm like i'm 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 so surprised my neighbors heard of us but um <laughs> it's just crazy like it it it's one of those things that like i never expected like people in other states to actively like just listen to our stuff and actually like highly enjoy it so it's it's still kind of like coming down and like realizing like like we put out we put out a few good songs there <laughs> Yeah, I'd say definitely a bunch of bangers. You even have a, a freaking song about oatmeal. Like, not many pop punk bands can say that. No, I, <laughs> it it's I don't know. It's just, it's still surreal to me. Like it it hasn't 
it hasn't like fully set in that this thing's been out for a month. Um, it hasn't set in that it was it's out at all right now. And um, we're gearing up to put out another music video. That was going to be my next question, because you had like kind of the two back to back or like pretty close to each other. Yep. I was like, I-, I feel like they're due for another one. <laughs> yeah, we have um, we have another music video coming out very soon. It's going to get announced. It's going to come out right before the tour. Um, so I'm tr- we're trying to figure out logistics uh, to release that one. And um, yeah, that's that one's going to be for Lost Boys. Hell yeah! Like, yep. <laughs> I I was thinking like you were going to say like yeah we got another music video coming out be end of summer you're like nope probably like next week because yeah like two weeks tour is in like a week <laughs> and a half. Yeah. Um. So the we we did we did two music videos back to back in twenty twenty one. Uh, one of them was false start, and then the, literally the next day we went in and we were, we did the the video for Lost Boys, and um, we we were kind of sitting on Lost Boys for a little bit, and um, the folks over at Revival Recordings was like, "Hey, how about we we put this out, you know, a little bit before tour hits, so we can kind of like push the album a little bit more, like a month out, and also you know push the tour too." get people listening to Lost Boys a little bit because Lost Boys is one of our favorite songs to play live. And um, and we were just like, yeah, let's get it out. So um, I think I'm pretty sure it's going to get one of these sites is going to get an like, exclusive uh, release for it. And then, um, and then it'll be out everywhere, I think, the Friday after this Friday. So I think next week it's out. So like literally like a day before tour. Yeah, <laughs> we'll probably be driving up to Connecticut like and just have it release. <laughs> well, at least you'll be able to do tons of posts and stuff about it. Yeah, we'll have nothing to do. Nothing to do in your twenty-six hour drive or whatever it's <laughs> going to turn out to be. I think we're we're gonna we're splitting it up. So I think we're gonna drive up to Maryland. We're gonna do the fourteen hours there, and then we're gonna crash in maryland wake up the next morning and just take the six hours all the way to connecticut i think that's the plan it's still gonna suck but it it is still gonna suck but (laughs) six hours is not too bad no and then every other drive after that's like four or five hours tops yeah that i we did a a pretty kick-ass job routing this door i'm not gonna lie like yeah you you guys don't have any anything too bad i i guess the longest one is from charleston or orlando but you're gonna be like super pumped like wrapped up the tour and then you're like oh wait we still have two epic shows shows. (laughs) like two epic shows so like you guys are gonna just be stoked for that so i'm i'm super uh excited i wish i could just go out on the entire tour but then i will be single and my wife will be throwing divorce papers in my face (laughs) yeah you don't want to do that and truthfully i don't want to be in your van like you guys have enough dudes in there and uh, like i heard forbes's interview saying like you have a no fart rule like that is not gonna pass (laughs) with like 15 dudes in a van like that is no chance that's gonna stand no, so it's actually, I think it's going to be 10 of us. 10, okay. Yeah, so I think it's only going to be, Grease has come in as a three-piece, and then with their drummer, it's going to be four. So it's going to be four of them, five of us, and one merch guy. Okay. 
who was in Stormwall. He's the stormtrooper. Sweet. Yeah, he's um he's also the guy wearing the crease roll shirt. He's a huge crease fan. So he's like, wait, you guys are going on tour with crease? He's like, bring me. <laughs> Just by chance, is it a guy by the name Tom Kennedy? Oh, one hundred percent. Because I've noticed that he he's going to all the events on Facebook, and I'm like, man, this guy is like pretty badass. Like he really wants to just follow this entire tour. And well, yeah, he is technically. I guess he technically is. All right, he's driving with us. <laughs> well, Tom, if you're listening, can't wait to meet you. You sound awesome. He is a Devils fan, though. Tom, you sound terrible. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no bad blood with the Devils. They're irrelevant to me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's going to be a fun one. I don't I don't know uh, how the no fart rule is going to go into effect. It it probably won't. Um, it will last down the block. <laughs> Maybe it'll get out of Florida. I think I think one of the last times uh, it happened really bad. Um, it was not this the last run that we did the Pennsylvania, but it was the one we did with Dear Youth and the Mogwas, and um. We we flew up with everything, so everything was just in the back of the van, and we had like a little spot for someone to like sleep in the back. And um, Nick was back there sleeping, and we hit we hit a bump, and it was bad. Like Nick launched up in the air, and he just let out a fear fart <laughs> on the way back down, and he was just like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> oh man! So yeah, it's that that rule is gonna get broken probably within an hour two hours tops yeah it's gonna be one stinky van uh, <laughs> like by the time you get to charlotte you won't be able to pay me to step foot in that van <laughs> we will um we, we we will we will be showering a lot though so i will say we will have the luxury of of because we don't we don't do the i hate to say it like we <laughs> We don't do the weekend warrior stuff anymore where we just kind of like go and sleep in the van in the middle of a Walmart parking lot. I'm like, we, we might, we might stay at a few places. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of the luxury of being in your thirties and touring. And right? touring. You guys all have full-time jobs. You're all a, normal human beings. This is kind of like, this is your our vacation. Va- your, this is your vacation. Yeah. Right? Jono from the Swellers, like when he was talking about going out on tour, that's how he described it. And I was like, yeah, man, that makes sense. Like that, that's a way you can sustain this and keep doing it for forever. Like if you're just like, you know what, I'm going to take seven days, you know, twice a year to just tour the country and like see cool places with my friends. Yeah. It works paying for it. We got PTO. Yeah. We've never had that before. And we have adult money now. We're staying in a Motel Six, baby. <laughs> we can, we got that discount through the whatever organization a- we're part a- of. AARP. Yeah. Oh yeah, AARP. <laughs> Probably gonna start getting that in like ten years. Jeez. Someone on TikTok said that I was decades older than them. Decade. The, the word they used was decades, and I was like. You use MySpace. If you know what MySpace is, I am barely a decade older than you. I'm only <laughs> three decades old. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt he was ten. <laughs> yeah, I hope. It's I like, hope not. It's like I hope you're not fifteen because that would make this very awkward. But 
dude, think about that. Like when we were 15 listening to like newfound glory, those dudes were like 20 something years old, 25 years old. Yeah. I think they're all in their forties right now. So I think they're only four or five years older than us. Realistically. Yeah. Ian's a little bit older, but yeah, they're only like six, five, six years older than us. Total, like in total, which still blows my mind. I was like, wait, you're, you're only like 41. I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm turning 34 this year. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens to the best of us. You can't stop time. My friend. Yeah. Oh, so I, I don't think, I don't think I, I, I told anyone this, but, um, my birthday is actually the Monday after Bar Down Fest. So how you how how are you gonna keep the the raid going? I'm not. I'm gonna celebrate it that weekend. <laughs> By sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I have to I have to somehow get creased to the airport Sunday morning whenever they're flying out. And then <sighs> I think we have family coming in town literally the next day. So <laughs> it's going to be a busy couple. June's just going to fly by. I feel, like June has, I feel like June's already flying by, but it's just going to fly by and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. So, so we got the tour yep. making its way from Hartford all the way down to Orlando. We got stops in Hartford, York, Pennsylvania, Richmond, Richmond, Raleigh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charleston, and then two nights in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So literally making it like down the entire coast of like, I, I, you're not going to go further than Connecticut. Like why go up to Vermont to play a show? Like you, that's pretty much as far North you need to go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like, like Boston is the furthest North anybody should really, but I feel like Connecticut and Boston are like basically pretty much the on same the same thing. line of latitude. Yeah. Pretty so, much, honestly. It's only like a two-hour drive. Two, three-hour drive tops. Yeah, and, and you're just going east from Connecticut to Boston. So, yeah, you guys are are going up there. Yep. And uh, playing Mike with and some... I are, Mike and I are wearing our Whaler shirts. I love that. <laughs> and you're playing with some awesome local support. Like, Lindhurst is killing it. The word around town, absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Destructo Disc, if you're into, like kind of more like authentic punk music they're killing it i'm trying to remember always grounded is also is playing the hartford show and i think they're opening for someone pretty cool this weekend too i'm trying to remember who it was dude i need to see oh that keep little... flying what what is puppy fight going on right now yeah he's attacking the cat <laughs> that sounds just like a little like Yorkie or something. No, it's my little my little Shiba. The what cat's is it? just it's a Shiba in you. But the the he's the cat's just like taunting him right now. <laughs> hey. There we go. Got their attention. Um yeah, Wiz Ground is playing with Keep Flying, I think this weekend, honestly. Hell yeah. And, and then, then Sad um, Son, man. They, yeah. they got, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was playing it in the car over the weekend for Caitlin. And she's so good at like nailing who like bands sound like. Yeah. Or I'm not good at that. 
And she's like, oh, they kind of have like origami angel guitar guitar parts. And now I can't stop listening to Sad Song being like, oh, wow, they do like have like obviously not vocally, like the vocalists don't sound the same. But yeah, instrumentally, there's a lot of origami angel elements. And I'm like, man, this band rips. And like literally you guys are playing with like epic bands the whole way down. So I'm super excited to see how many kids come out to these shows and it's going to be awesome for you guys. And then obviously you guys are playing Charlotte. So I'm super pumped for that. You're playing Raleigh. So you get to have all the revival people out for that. And I think this is the first time we're meeting everybody too. Yeah, that that's going to be fun. It's just, it's awesome to see everything come, come to life and I'm super pumped for you guys. And then we got Elder Emo Night, which we already talked about. And then obviously we've talked about it for for months now, but Bar Down Breakfest, year one, it's it's happening. We yep. got twelve awesome bands playing Orlando, just showcasing how special the Orlando scene is right now. And I'm just super pumped for you know, just an all day just a, a fair event. basically yeah <laughs> all day just epic music and epic hangs and gonna be great I was, I was actually hanging out with uh with jared from last disaster last weekend um, god that band is so underrated like yeah. i know i know he's he's like yeah i'm 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 a lawyer now like this is this band's just like for fun but like Jeez, this band is so good, people. Trust me when I'm telling you, Last Disaster is so good. I can't wait to see them. And I think this is gonna. I think this is officially their second show. Because I think they played one show before before everything went down, and then um, they haven't played at all since. So this is gonna be their second show ever um, playing these songs. Um, We're gonna have. Brave Weather playing their third show ever. Um, Felicity playing their 2000th show. So can I just put it this way? Like, you can come to Bar Down Breakfast and be like, yeah, I saw Brave Weather when. Like, like you Yeah, no, say, literally. You get to say that. Like, oh, I, I got to see Brave Weather at Will's. And that's kind of like what I get to say about fallout boy. Like, yeah, I, I, I saw fallout boy at the downtown. Like, yeah, not, not many people can say that they saw fallout boy in a less than 500 person venue. Not a lot of people can say that. Not a lot. And I, I'm going to say that until the day I die. Like, yeah, <laughs> I got to see fallout boy. <laughs> now they're playing arenas. <laughs> like, yeah, now they're playing literal arenas. Like they play Nats park, literally arenas. And you can say that about Brave Weather. Like, yeah, yeah, I got to see Brave Weather's third show. And now look at them. Like, they're doing XYZ. And it's going to happen. And you're going to have to get Tom and Mr. Deed's foot to fill in for Tony when he's, like, <laughs> touring with Mayday Parade or whatever. So trying to think of, like, the, some of the other bands that are playing. I think this is I think this is Gold Step's first time in Orlando. I know they played South Florida in the past. Um, but I think this is their first time in central Florida. Um, who else do we have on that bill? We have suck brick kid, um, playing 
We have uh, obviously the crease rules first time yeah, in the country. In the country. <laughs> well, it'll be their like sixth, seventh show in the country by then. But uh but yeah, they're gonna be ripping it. Um we haven't had I don't think we've had sleeve down in a little bit. Um aim high comes down every so often, but that's gonna be a really awesome set to see from them. Um front side, I don't think we've I think we've had front side down once or twice in the past. And um and I think Glimmers and Mog was right. This is their first time. Yeah, this is this is Glimmers' first time south of Jacksonville because I don't think they've ever played south of Jacksonville before. Mogwiz, this is their first time, I think, south of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, so a lot of firsts and a yep. lot of cool stuff, and you just gotta get your tickets now because they're gonna sell out, and you're gonna be like, oh, I really wanted to go to that. Well, we told you for like two months to get yeah. your tickets, so they're going quick. I think every time we get like an update, it's just like another like fifteen sold or another like twenty sold. Yeah, I I think like if we get to you know half or 75 percent like i'm gonna be like yep this is good and then w- with all the walk-ins and stuff like we-, we we should be good yeah we'll just get like the wildlife this wildlife to play a secret set set after their set of the social <laughs> speak that into existence <laughs> yeah it- it's now out in the airwaves like let's make that happen kevin bring- if you're hearing this bring your big big game boy you see that? It'll thing? fit, I promise. It's so cool. Jeez, man. That that's a band that has taken like DIY to the next level. They're 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 crushing it. And they're uh I'll never forget it. Like <laughs> I saw them play the last warp tour, and, and he was just like, Yeah, we're the bad boys of emo or the bad boys <laughs> of acoustic rock. And I was just like <laughs> that's such an oxymoron. Well, it's it's crazy because um Forbes toured with them back in the early 2000s when they were a full band and they wow. had just put out Heart Flip. And uh, that's how I know them as from Heart Flip. And I was kind of like an easy core esque pop punk band. Kevin was still on vocals. Um, but that's why, like, when they, when they put out um, the um, history the kevin's version the the new one that just came out where it's like full band-esque i was like "Ooh, i need this back in my life i need full band this wildlife back in my life asap yeah i i feel like that band is like teetering being a career band yeah because they've eliminated you know the labels and and like the middleman and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. where they can actually make like enough money to to live off of this. to sustain it yeah it, Plus it's all cool this, to say. and they, they they every tour is built like they hand built everything so it's that's really what i mean cool, like, like they, they do their own music videos now they're, they're mm-hmm. just like everything that a band needs to do they've kind of took Perfected on it yeah and they they've done it themselves and I, that's why i think that they could be around a long time They'd be the newfound glory of acoustic yeah, projects. But, but it doesn't, like, they, I, I can't just call their last album and, like, an acoustic album anymore. No. There's so many layers and stuff to it and so many, like, cool, like, turnover-style guitar parts and stuff mm-hmm. that 
I, I think they're more than just an acoustic band at this point. Yeah, I think they even bring out like multiple members now to play like certain parts of songs. Because I think when they came down last time, they had like another person on guitar outside the two of them. Yeah, they probably just make like their merch guy do it. <laughs> probably, <laughs> honestly. It, it seems like they, because they, they put out all these videos about how they break down how much money they make from each show and everything. And they're probably just like, yeah, we're, we're already paying this merch guy. We're going to now teach him the guitar parts. We want. <laughs> He's playing guitar now. <laughs> He's also playing guitar. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I'm trying to remember some of the other highlights for Bar Down Fest. And it's just, it's just so many bands. Well, and it's just going to be such you, a good time. You can time. be humble and, and say out of time as well. Like you got another hometown band that is fresh off a new album playing their their first like i know you guys played an emo night and like this is like kind of like an album release show for you guys yeah i so i mean i think we're we're playing almost every song <laughs> so it's an album release show yeah we're i we've we we've practiced every song and i think i think we're just gonna rip them i think we i'm trying to tell tony i was like hey do you wanna do you wanna do it like a like a earlier brave weather said he's like i don't know whichever band plays later he's like i'm gonna be super warmed up for so that yeah he's gonna be a tired sweaty man yep it's gonna be it i told him i'm like just bring an extra set of clothes <laughs> well justin let, let's just wrap this up real quick yep. because um we we do have uh a, a lot coming up that's why we we did this episode there's still you know, four teams left in the in the playoffs. We got possibly, I, I would say, a very strong possibility there might be a Stanley Cup final game on either during Elder Emo Night or during Bardown Breakfest. So that's kind of bringing it full circle. That would be a lot of fun to watch together while we're watching, like, an Emo Night. And, like, there we it, go. Cross it'll be on. If at emo night, like we we'll, we will have it on at the TVs. Yeah, yeah. If if there's if there's a Stanley Cup game like that night, it's gonna be on, and that's just another element of awesomeness. And uh, super pumped for that. But I guess before we let you go, Justin, mm-hmm. um, anything else we can expect from out of time? You you, you dropped that we got the music video. Any anything else working? I, I know that like. You guys had this album, you know, No Boundaries, <laughs> recorded for a while, so you're probably itching to get back in the studio at this point. Um, yeah, we have a. We actually were in the studio in January. We did a special cover for Revival Recordings. They're putting out a compilation. Uh, hopefully, in the summer, early fall, um, with every band on the label, I believe um we're all doing different covers from a certain decade um not a decade under the influence well i mean it could be a decade under the influence depending on who you're talking to (laughs) but uh but it's not a taking back sunday cover compilation i promise (laughs) um i wish but um yeah we 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 went in we did a cover of um a really cool song i i really can't really tell any much more without giving it away but um yeah, I'm really excited for that one to come out. That was uh that was I think one of the first 
times like we actually all came together to write a full song with this lineup. Um, so I know like Tony, Alisea, um, this was like the first time like he was actually like really involved in like the songwriting process since joining the band. Cause I think he joined and we had all the no boundaries done and we had it like 80% recorded and he just had to record his drum parts and he went in there and just like redid all the drums. Um, but this is like the actual first time we actually sat down in a room together and we were like, all right, this is, we, we broke everything apart. Um, so this is going to be like a, like a true out of time cover for lack of a better term. And then, um, yeah, we, uh, we're still, we're, we're still pushing, uh, no boundaries as much as possible, but we're already, I think two or three new songs deep, um, just kind of just writing and doing what we can just to kind of just prep for whatever the future is going to be. Love to hear that dude. Super pumped to, to see the music video for lost boys. Mm-hmm. That should be cool. Like, is it a hook theme and why, no. did, and why isn't it a hook theme? <laughs> um, I, I think it was, uh, we kind of, we kind of wanted to stay away from like the Harry Potter theme behind it. Uh, not the Harry Potter, Peter Pan. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, I think it's, it's, it's more of like an homage to kind of like being in Orlando and kind of like being within that whole Disney vibe. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not Peter Pan or hook esque, but uh, it's a pretty cool music video. It's, it's different than what we normally do. Okay. So I'm excited for it. We'll be on the lookout for that and definitely uh, catch out of time as they're making their way down the East coast and then down at elder emo night at hourglass brewery and at wills and uncle Lou's for bar down breakfast. So we got a lot to get, get Get through for this June. (laughs) June is going to be busy, but I like busy and, uh, Thanks for hanging out, Justin, and filling in for Mr. Deeds. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, gonna, we get him back soon. We're gonna have to just like put put him up on on his wheelchair and like crowd surf Tom at like at Bar Down Breakfast. <laughs> that needs to happen. Oh man, that'd be fun. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure the ceilings are pretty low at Will's, but no, it's it's high enough where we can put him up. All right, I'm gonna start yeah, working out these next. 18 days so i can lift him up it's stage it's stage dive worthy all right so if you're listening and you want to help tom crowd surf in his wheelchair just come say hi at bar down breakfast and we're gonna make that happen yeah we just need like four people five people just like lift it up by each wheel yeah (laughs) tom has cut down on the lbs so maybe four people can get it done yeah That'd be a fun one just to have them thrown up during a crease roll set. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll put it up in TIG one. <laughs> All right. I, I There's nothing I love more in this life than just like embarrassing Tom and making him do things that he hates. And now I'm super excited to do this. So it's going to happen. We got to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, my face hurts from smiling so much. So I'm going to let you go. Perfect. All right, brother. Thanks for hanging. And go listen to Out of Time. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Catch us on tour. All right. Peace, brother. Later, man.